Welcome to the Mike Hewitt Show. Nine years in growing. It's about family, business, work, and politics like you've never heard it before. Yep, it's true. There's more than just a touch of wry humor mixed in. And now your host, Mike Hewitt. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt. Co-hosts Miles Power and Ludwig von Wiedendorski. Ludge made it in today. Yeah, I decided to get you <laughs> with my presence. Listen, Miles, because you're our resident Trump publican, before I dive into the show's notes, I got to take a, a quick minor detour. Tell me three or four things that you would describe as what MAGA means other than Donald Trump. Oh, it's simply about changing the national thought process to not being so worldwide, but thinking in terms of the interest to the American people. So make America great again. Things like yeah. energy, national defense, um, economic solvency, those kind of things, correct? Correct. So here's the reason I wanted to kind of start with this as a food for thought place to, to start is that when I run down the list of what mega means to most of my friends from the Republican Party within several states, I write those things down. By the way, these are Trump supporters. Let me acknowledge that up front. They're just good, I don't like classism, but they're just good middle-class people. So I write all of the things down on a piece of paper, and then I get out my little handy-dandy history Google, and I look up the things that John F. Kennedy supported. And there is not a single thing on the MAGA list that anybody from several states that support MAGA, and by the way, including Sarah Jones, that on occasion is on this show, I couldn't find anything on the list that the JFK Democrats and John, John, I won't say it, John Kerry or Kennedy, Freudian slip, he would have supported everything on the list. And, I, and But when I listened to the radio, left radio, not talk shows, not, I'm talking about PBS, uh, NPR, et cetera. These folks are uber left, and that's fine, that's their right. I defend their right to be that way, but they need to be intellectually honest. And so when they're calling MAGA, MAGA extremists, they're turning that into a term. Now, they're using it so much that it has become a term. But it's everything that their JFK supported. Miles, how does that work? That they're able to shift the, the dynamics of the dialogue so radically? Well, I mean, think about it. They've been, we, as a matter of fact, I think we talked about this la last week uh, briefly. They are changing the language, and they've been doing that slowly over the past several decades right it is no longer correct to say mentally retarded right you're now supposed to be mentally challenged right and so as they change the uh language then they can vilify certain i ideas i mean think about what think of all the speeches including the death star speech that biden had <laughs> where he characterizes a lot of things as evil and worse than 9-11. Right. 
And I mean, that is scary. When, uh, and and I think I said this last week, I said, dissent is not anti-patriotic. Dissent is patriotic. Absolutely, entirely agree with that. Lud, before we move on to the show, I just, I'm sorry, everybody. But when I looked at the MAGA list and I compare it, I, I can't get beyond that. And the Death Star speech, Miles Bauer, to your points, you were spot on because he called out every single thing that John F. Kennedy stood for as if it were an extremist view. What say you on that, Lud? I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The party left me. You, well, you're no Ronald Reagan, let well, me just say. <laughs> that's the exact quote that he gave. Yep. Because he was a registered Democrat. We're talking about Reagan. Reagan, yeah. Registered yep. Democrat. He was the head of the Screen Actors Guild. He was a huge Roosevelt fan. Everything about him screamed Democrat. But they went so extreme even starting back then. So <laughs> are you saying you're a JFK fan? Are we all Democrats and not know it? Um, no, but listen, I, I've often, I've, for the last 10 years on this show, I've talked about Democrats that we agree with. Folks that, when I, and when I say agree with, let me underline this for a minute. I'm not talking about those folks that, that are on the left that want to uh, squelch or, or rip up the Constitution. I'm talking about Democrats that we disagree with on policy issues, but that we love America, we go to work every day, we do our best to raise our children. They're good people that we just disagree with on some issues. That's not who we're talking about now. When we're talking about a group of people, whether they've got D's by their name or not, doesn't matter to me. When they're saying that the Bill of Rights is terrible and it ought to be wadded up and thrown back in your face, and if you support America first goals, if you're the president and you think that America is who you represent, that you're an extremist and we should spend six years investing ourselves in destroying you, I get, listen, we're in, a di- we're in a different universe. So here's a question for you then. Yep. Is, what is America? Is it an actual country of physical geography or is it an idea? Because if it's an idea which is what Ben Franklin and all these people have said, if it's an idea, then they're not American. Forget the passport. So you're saying because they want to squelch the idea, is that what you're trying to say? Yes, if you're trying to kill the idea of America, which is what really America is, it's an idea. Right. It's It's a test. If you don't want that, then you're not American. And I'm not talking about passport American. Listen, I, I, I tread lightly on those words. I don't question some, an example. I don't question somebody's faith. So, so when I hear somebody say, well, he's not a good Christian, I reject that. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I reject it. And by the way, when someone says he or she is not a good American or not a good, I, man, I can't, I, I'm not, I don't have somebody familiar with their thinking <laughs> that I can call on. I can't look into somebody's inner self and say yeah 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 but it goes to miles's point while you're talking let i'm over here googling uh they originally said gay old time the flintstones episode first 1960 and and by the way i'm not taking a homosexual position i don't care i've said it billions of times on this show i don't care what your sexual preference is but it does go to miles's comment earlier 
about changing our lexicon. They're reinventing our language. And these are all cultural directions that we need to pause and say, are we sure that's where we want to go? Is that right, Miles Bauer? Oh, yeah. I mean, so to some of them, not all, but to some people, they reject the Constitution, which also, by the way, has the Bill of Rights. Right. Because it was written by slave owners. Right. So, again, question to both of you. What's America? Is it geography or is it an idea? I, I think it's a concept, but I think the concept is protected and enshrined in those Bill of Rights. Exactly. So if we, we wouldn't if we wad those up. But listen, they don't. It's why I wrote America's <clears throat> Final Beginning that you didn't read. That I paid for and read and highlighted. <laughs> paid for? I know the author. I'm sitting next to him, and he listen, made me buy the book. They actually reject the concept of America. They really do. Mm. Everything that they're after is designed to thwart that foundation. I believe that they're in pursuit of globalization. Some of them are just in in pursuit of financial worth and political. So they're for globalization. They're not for being American. They're not for being American. I get your point. I get your point. But I he's do. calling us the anti-Americans. Yeah, but everything that they accuse you of it's and every name that they call you is who they are and what they're doing. We could do an entire show on just proving that point. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. Ludwig, one of the points that you made before show, in fact, on Facebook Messenger, we're kind of sort of debating, and you were talking about how you didn't like to, what was, disparage people, I can't remember your word. Attack. Attack. What do you mean by that? Well, if you turn on any any news station, that's the opposite of so what you're talking about Entertainment news. Yeah, but even, it's everything, it's, if, if. You talk to anybody right now or anything we do, it's it's about what the other party's doing wrong and everything about that. We don't really talk about what we're doing right or like this, this topic we just had. That's a great conversation that leads to why they're able to do what they're doing. Um, because we've allowed it. We've allowed it. But okay. and and not only have we allowed it, we haven't fought back hard enough, but we don't have enough discussion on the things we, we just did. This is the outcome. This is really what it was. We're not that far apart. Start building a bridge rather than continuing to dig the gap. Listen, I like consensus building. So if that's if that's what you're articulating, Education. well, yes. a consensus yes. building. So, but but I, I'm going to use my grandmother like I did during break as an example, and then let's shuffle on to a different topic. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother, folks, was was a an old school hardline Democrat. She really was. And she was like the classic grandma. She's baking huge bats of mashed potatoes. And every every weekend was a dinner at grandma's house. She was just a good person. Picture, and I talked about her recently, didn't I, Miles? There yep. just, I just had a flashback. There's an old big console TV set. You open it up, and there's a stereo on one side and a, a record play on the other side. There's a big, ugly star above it. On one side of that ugly star on the wall was, was uh, the U.S. flag. On the other side was a picture of John F. Kennedy. 
the reason I'm telling you, folks, before I let myself move on, is there's nothing on the list that represents MAGA written by Trump or any people that sit back and say, I want to have America continue. There's nothing on that list she would have rejected. She would have been intellectually honest to say, yeah, that's what the Democrat Party stands for. But the difference was, how do they get to that? Uh, Listen, there was times in the Democrat Party, Democratic Party, so I don't have friends yelling at me, where they were as ugly as they are now. Their, their, Their dip in the dirt was slavery, and now they pretend like it's this really evil thing that they can't imagine. They did it. I'm just telling you, they did it. When, when I, somewhere on the show notes, I've got a, uh, a sheriff from Texas, he's a Democrat, and he's bringing an investigation against DeSantis. And he's talking about how we need, those, we need those illegal immigrants to work in our restaurants. He said that. You go, wait that's a minute. Racist as the day is long. That's just, Miles, that's just as ugly as he can possibly be. But then I paused when I read that. I went, wait a minute. That's who they've always been. When I say they, I'm not talking about Mr. and Mrs. Grandpa and Grandma. I'm talking about Democratic leadership. That's who they've always been. They look at people as chattel, and this is just my view. They don't look at you to say, holy smokes, let's clear the way so that you can be successful. They think, no, we need somebody to wash the restaurant dishes. Isn't that really true to see? Because I was thinking about this this week when this lawsuit came against Donald Trump. Which one? There's only like five billion of them. The big one by the attorney general of New York, who's behind in the polls and up for re-election and about to lose, and this conveniently came out. That lady. And it's right before midterms. Yeah. But listen, is that they keep trying to erase a quarter percent here, 0.2% there, yeah. and this is one. Throw that on the fire. Let's keep going. But my point to this is Donald Trump, non-politician, became the highest office in the land. Is it really him... That they're, dis- they're trying to destroy? Because I remember him saying, they're not coming after me. They're- I'm protecting you or something. Right. Are they destroying him to tell all of us, you peasants, don't you ever rise up and challenge us again? Is that really the underlying statement it, here? It, it is. But yes. where you and I differ, Lud, and I'm going to guess Miles and I will agree on this, and it does go to age. With that goes to experience. Because we've seen this song and dance before. Probably the difference here, correct me if I'm wrong, Miles, but part of the difference is is 24-7 entertainment news. So everybody and their brother and their sister can be in your face all day long telling you what they think, and they do it almost entirely from a leftist position. And then if you go to social media, where the algorithms are designed, they're literally designed to generate leftist outrage. That's what they do on purpose. It's not like Jeepers. That's an unfortunate byproduct. They're doing it. So, but my point going through that little tirade is that we watched the exact same thing with Ronald Reagan. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. The lead no, up you to didn't. Ro- he left yep. office. There was no lawsuit. There was no raid on his place. Because they he left wasn't, him alone. Because he wasn't going to run again. But they left him alone. If they had a pause in between. They went and go after Bush. No one knew. Everybody knew he couldn't win again. I, I'm. You and I are not going to agree on this. I know. I guess. That's, that's fine. O- and that's okay. But what you're missing is the lead up to Ronald Reagan's first term was, oh, my goodness, we're going to have international meltdown with nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. It's going to be terrible. This guy's a warmonger. He's got the worst economic pre- uh, strategy that's ever been employed. Miles, do you remember all that? I know Ludd is a kid. 
But do you remember oh, yeah. and, all that? And re, 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 remember, he started the longest economic expansion in the post-war era. Right. But yet every night we had to hear story after story after story about homelessness. Every night. I, I get the similarities. I've read ketchup is a vegetable. books. Just so you know, ketchup is a vegetable. Yeah, good. Thank <laughs> God. I just wanted to end that debate after 40 years. <laughs> but... <laughs> I get it. I see the similarities. I've, I've studied on Reagan. It's law. the same ugly people doing the same ugly things, but they, they got better. They did tools. impeach him. There was no way they could have destroyed him it, in the re-election. No, but we may be the top. He won forty-nine states. We might have taught them that with Clinton, because they wanted comeuppance, and now we've got people on our side running around saying, "Let's impeach Biden." So the answer to everything now. We said that about is Bush impeach. and Obama. Every president since Clinton has been wanted to. And I remember the opposite. Wanted to impeach. I remember Rush saying, talking about this. Don't impeach Obama because this is just going to create a precedent that we do it every time we don't agree with the president. But that's where we're at. Listen, I got to yeah. touch on this other topic, um, just because it, it goes to what we've been talking about. Because I believe there's some some cultural changes that are dangerous. You folks, I don't care where you live. There is violence going on around you. You can you could live at Martha's Vineyard, and there's violence going on around you. Coming to your neighborhood. North <laughs> North Dakota man who ran down Republican teen says he doesn't want his own life job jeopardized. This guy is being charged with vehicular manslaughter. They have they have a political disagreement. You don't have a political disagreement with somebody you're passing on the side of the road. They're not releasing a lot of facts yet, but you don't have a political disagreement with somebody you're passing by. So. In other words, they had a debate, the young man left, and this guy stood on it and went and run him down. You can call that vehicular homicide if you want, but to me, I call that first-degree murder. I won't lie. When I walk, there's, there's times when I'm walking to my car at university. Huh. I watch. Oh, I make sure my surroundings are well-known. Yeah. I do. I, it's a weird, weird world. But listen, we're, we're to your point, and I'm, I'm not going to agree with it. I, I will tell you that my state of mind in that regard has changed over the last three years. There are, and I'm fairly well politically engaged, there are places that I will not go now that I used to go without thought. There are places that I still go now, but I will not go without my Glock. I'm just telling you. I don't want to hurt nobody, just so you know that. I don't want to hurt anybody. But take a shot at me and guess what's going to happen. Yeah, you better you better get me. I and I don't like to think that way. But listen, it goes to the state of our culture, which is becoming very agitated. Even on the way into the studio today, I turn left out onto a four lane. There's a guy way down the road and he speeds up. It's actually a five lane because he speeds up, passes me in the turning lane, flipping me off, screaming, um, and then slows down to normal speed. His back license plate, it's a longer one, so I don't want to get myself in trouble. But the first word on his state-issued license plate was tyrant. And I pause and go, wow, what's going on in our culture that this all makes sense to people? I, honest, folks, I don't, I don't get it, but I find it fearsome that our level of agitation is that heightened. Stay with us, and we'll be right back.
Okay, folks, if you're just tuning in, I am Mike Hewitt, co-hosts Miles Bauer and Ludwig von Wiedemdorski, and we've been talking about cultural changes that, folks, I'm telling you, I'm concerned. I really am. So my next topic, this is from AmericanWireNews.com, triggered, this is their title on mine, triggered lib smashes projector with a dropkick over Camilla Harris meme in a university lecture. And the guy runs from the, watch the video. Did you watch the video? Mm-mm. The guy runs from the back of the room, keeping in mind it's some kind of political science class. So they're going through memes, and you don't have to like them all. It's a meme. Is that how you say the word? Yeah. Yep. So the guy gets angry. A whole plethora of language that Jared says we can't say on the air runs forward, boots the table upside down, and then runs out of the classroom, college-level education. Uh, listen, I've I've sat in a lot of classes, and I've seen things and heard things that I wasn't impressed with. But it never occurred to me to to do that. Miles, is this a measure, is this, is this an isolated incident, or or is it a measure of how agitated our society is becoming? No, no. You, um, there there have been uh, quite a few articles about speakers that would go to specific un- universities and they would get shouted down by the student body. I think I think Yale was the last one that I actually re remember. No, you know, I I uh, find it fascinating. I remember it was about twelve years ago. I had to go through diversity and inclusion training. Right. And yet, seems like that person's actions uh, don't fall within diversity or inclusion. Right. Um, listen, it's it's the it's the age old concept of I demand unity, and how I define unity is you must entirely agree with me. Well, folks, that's not <laughs> just not true. It's not. It's like a deviation from reality. Miles, how do you grade Biden's handling of the economy? <laughs> um, gee, I never saw that. You know, clearly uh, the uh, president and some of his closest advisors apparently have never taken a macroeconomics course before. Definitely not mine. You beat me yeah, to because it. Because printing money has never ended well ever in the history of the universe. No, it hasn't. Listen, I knew what you were going to do. Yeah, I was. So I made sure to jump in. I never do that. And I thought, no, he's not getting me on this one. When you said he had never attended him, I was immediately going to say, Professor Ludwig? Yeah. What what, What were you teaching him? What what chair was he sitting in? Front row. (laughs) Most questions of anybody. (laughs) I'm looking at the New Yorkers, San Franciscans, grade Biden's performance of handling the economy. Listen, the independents are woefully unimpressed with his handling of it. Independent voters, according to pollsters, are as unimpressed as we are. But on that note, i got to shift gears for a minute because I I genuinely do not understand the question I'm going to ask you to. Um, in fact, I put it on Facebook this week. I don't, I don't understand it. 
So we're looking forward, Ludwig, you'll like this topic maybe, because we're always talking about economics, and perhaps we should be talking about social issues. So the, the issue of abortion till birth is the social issue I want to talk about. Understand, gentlemen, I'm not trying to, I'm not eliciting a debate over the idea of abortion itself. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, how is it that the Democrats can use the concept of abortion till birth as a successful campaign strategy? Isn't there a certain amount of time after birth even? I, I, I don't know that. I'm only, I'm, folks, and just so you know, I'm drawing from entertainment news. I'm drawing from reading Fox, Drudge Report, uh, some leftist, Yahoo, um, New York Times. They're advocating for this. They don't always use the terminology, but even in Michigan, we've got a ballot initiative that will be voted on in November to alter our Constitution to protect abortion. But in doing so, in doing so, it calls for abortion till birth and that your 13-year-old child doesn't have to tell her parents that she's going to get an abortion. Folks, I got to tell you something. I don't care if you're pro-abortion, pro-life. I don't, I don't want to get lost in that debate. But I don't know how anybody, any reasonable mind, can say you're due at 7 o'clock tonight. We better hurry up and get this abortion over with. Miles, coach me, because I genuinely don't know how that is a functioning campaign strategy, but it appears to be working for them in many districts. So I coach, can tell you I've seen political ads down here in Illinois. How's where, it work? Uh, the uh, Democrats are basically saying what, ha what the high court did was uh, – strike down all abortions. They don't even mention that it, it would actually go to our state capital. Right. They they are simply characterizing it as the Supreme Court shot down abortion, period. So the truth and they, and they are they are putting this in almost all of their ads that they are running down here. So the truth is not an obstacle to them. Right. Yeah, because they didn't shoot down abortion. They shot down the federal government's right to dictate abortion. Right. That's what they shot down. They didn't shoot down the actual. Well, they made it a state issue. Yeah, but and even their but even their wording pro choice. Yeah. If in fact, if you talk to, I bet the majority of Republicans, and said, "Hey, if the woman was raped, incest, whatever reason, all the other reasons they they campaign on that were against," mostly would say, "You know what? We don't want them to have abortion because they had it one night and don't want the consequence." Right. Right. But the ads we're seeing are, even if you have a um, miscarriage, it's called a DNC. It's 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 actually billed as an abortion in insurance. I'm I'm so. But it's not an abortion. You're right. cleaning out a failed pregnancy. Right. But it's listed as abortion. Those are the things they say that we're we're against. Not the at birth because they would not dare campaign on killing a baby at birth. But they are. I know this, but they're not campaigning on that word. Listen, Whit Whitless, Whitless, our governor Whitless, here in Michigan, she's openly used the terminology of abortion till birth. Yeah, but it's not our campaign ads. Uh, it may not be, but she stood up there on the podium and said it. Yeah. The the initiative that she passionately supported specifically calls for it 
And, and folks, listen, I, I don't care if you're left or right. If you say a woman ought to have this right, I get all of that. I'm not trying to get into the into the that debate. I'm only saying that doesn't doesn't that sound extreme and how in the heck does that work with the average my my grandmother wouldn't have bought onto that. My my mother in law now, who's in her late eighties, hard Democrat, helped Hubert Humphrey. She wouldn't say abortion till birth. Now, she's going to vote for it. And, Miles, it goes to your point. Lud, it goes to your point. She won't know what she's voting for. But I also think that where we fail is we don't come off an anti-abortion ad saying we're not pro-choice. We're pro-medical. If it's going to – this pregnancy is going to kill the mother or it's billed as an abortion, I would tell you I bet 99% of Republicans agree with that. So we need to, again, messaging, reverse what this is. Hey, they want to kill my birth, but we're not against medical procedure that's about a life-saving. Miles, we're down to less than a minute. What, what do you think on this topic? You know, what I, uh, what I think is fun, so there are some folks that are floating the 15-week limit. Yep. Do you know the law in France? We are talking about socialist France. France they have a 12-week limit. Right. Wonder why they have a limit. Right, exactly. According to the Democrats, we should have no limit. But I mean, you know, keep in mind, France has always historically been very Catholic. I I get that. Listen, stay on that point, folks. We've got to go away. We'll be right back. All right, let me let me start out in a different direction. Miles Bauer, have you ever been to New York City? Oh yeah, many times, as I recall. Yep. Lud, have you ever been there? No, I haven't. Actually, haven't you really? I want to. Well, I don't want to now. <laughs> I wanted to. Now, Miles, if I recall, you liked New York City. Well, yeah, but I mean, keep in mind that was back in, you know. Late, late 90s, early 2000s, when you had Giuliani and that whole crowd. So it was safe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, me, I see it as a massive galactic size armpit. When when I used to do corporate business on the other side of it, I'd make the big, long draw, anything I could do to not go to New York City. Really? I I, I hate it. You really hate big cities that much. Listen, when you got 50 million people living on a postage stamp, I get why they need to be extremist in their laws, their regulations, and their tax to service all of them munchkins. I, I, I get it. But do I want to go live there in the middle of them? Absolutely not. Just sit for a moment and picture the raw sewage they have to pump out of that municipality every day. I don't want nothing to do with it. Uh, but yeah. my reason for bringing it up Ludwig, this was a topic you wanted to make sure we talked about. This is from AmericanWireNews.com. New Yorkers moving to Florida in droves, according to record number uh, of driver's license changes. And they're citing August 5,838 New York licenses switched to Florida. Miles, you've talked about retiring in Florida someday, and you liked New York. So what say you on this topic? 
You know, I think the, the problem is going to get e- even worse. I think that when Illinois, because they already passed the law, on Jan 1, we're going to have no cash bail. And, I mean, I, I can't even get my mind wrapped around it, but the crime in Chicago is going to be even worse than it is now, and it's horrendous. Yeah. But when no cash bail kicks in, this place is going to look like rats jumping off a sinking ship. They're in Chicago. Yeah. Most of the major cities in America are either heading immediately to that or segueing towards it. And depending on what happens at midterms, if I, I, it's, it's, I don't understand it. But if I look just at New York City and then Florida, I look at taxation like we've joked about over the years with with uh, uh, AOC's mother fleeing to Florida to avoid taxation. She said that, not me. I thought, wait, you raised a Marxist daughter. I thought you loved Marxism. I don't know. I If I were anywhere, anywhere in New York City with a choice to move almost anywhere else in America, I'd be on that bus. Lud, it was your topic, so what do you yeah, say? Yeah, the reason I like this one or was interested in this DeSantis is almost bragging about it. Well, he is bragging about it. <laughs> that they're not just coming down and visiting. They're actually changing their license. And, and, and that's great. The question is, do they recognize why they fled where they fled because of their actions? Or do they bring those same actions down to Florida? And do they do what Einstein said is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. Yeah, but now listen. Now, we've been debating this part. Since six years at Miles, I think it's been six years you've been on the show now, Miles, because I used to talk about demographic shifts. You see all these people pouring out of California, pouring out of New York City, and I would opine just what you did. They vote craziness until it destroys where they live and they move somewhere else where it's really, really nice, and then they vote craziness and ruin it again. Your point has been, Miles, I don't know what math you assigned to it, but you've believed that, of course, there are conservatives in New York City, and they've had enough. Those conservatives, with their votes, are leaving. Is that what? Which path do you think we're on? Yeah, I don't because, you know, I I I have got to believe, given that um, Californians vote for all these crazy laws and send all those wonderful people to Sacramento to continue to put those laws in, so. There, there are a substantial number of people in California that think it's great. So, but well, I think you're right. I think you definitely both of you are right on this. The the quite the problem. I think the thing we would need to know is are these New Yorkers are changing their license because they don't specify from New York City or the rest of the state? Because like Illinois, Miles, Chicago <laughs> is the nutty area. A lot of that state's not. So if, when we hear people are fleeing from Illinois, we instantly go Chicago. They screwed it up. They're leaving. They're bringing their their insane sanity down to the other place. But to your point, Miles, maybe it's not anybody from Chicago. It's all people from Rockford. In Michigan, right. you're referring to no Rockford, Illinois. Well, I, listen, I, but and, I, or Rockford, Michigan. Either way, I about use the same example. When I we're folks, we're here in West Michigan. If you've not been here, it won't mean anything. But it's a microcosm of the debate we're having. So I moved my daughters purposefully to Grand Haven 20-some 20, 20 years ago. And then I moved out because 
a lot of other folks that moved there because it was pristine, it was wonderful, it was everything that a person would like to have in a little city. Everything that caused me to move my daughters there has been ruined, it's gone, and as far as I'm concerned, the city is lost. And that goes to the point of... And, and by the way, it's political, but when I got there, it's not like it was uber right. At the time, I would have said this is probably a centrist city. I'm pretty conservative, but I'm okay with that. I liked the things that if you wanted to go have a cocktail, you could, so it wasn't like Mountain Home, Arkansas in the 70s. You could go have a cocktail. Um, and and uh, if you if you wanted to go to church, you could go to church. It was just a centrist community. Now it's uber crazy. You need a telescope to see it far left. And I, 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 I moved. I said, I'm done. But that's an example pull of up, going up to the this, anchor. Right? It's, it's good. It's people left us from all over the state mm-hmm. looking and going, wow, that's a wonderful place. Let's go there and destroy it. Now they think I'm crazy when I say that. They think that. you destroyed it. I get that. <laughs> but now they're locked they are locked in perpetual debates over how woke can you be. Yeah. And I'm going, Well, wait a minute. I thought you just were coming here to raise your kids in a nice, safe, happy environment. Oh, you burned down your garage? Watch me. I'm so woke I'll burn down my whole house. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> it's self destruction. Listen, I it is self destruction, but we're doing it on a national level. And since I keyed up on the word by accident woke I, I got to touch on this before we run out of time. Air Force Academy diversity training tells cadets to use, use words that include all genders. Drop words like mom and dad. So you're an Air Force cadet, and you're being trained not to say, on the weekend I get to see my mom and dad. Folks, i got to ask you, get your head around that for a minute. Again, I don't care if you're left or right. I don't care if you hate me or love me. But get your head around the idea of telling a cadet, him or her, I don't care which, that you can't say mom and dad. China loves it. China, absolutely. Miles, that's where I'm going with this. China looks at us. They think we're raving lunatics, and they might be right. Yep. That's what I think. That's why they're. That's why they're moving all over the world now, because they look at us and think those folks are so tied up with themselves in this perpetual nonsense debate. Not only this issue, but a bunch of issues. When we've reached the point where we can't say mom and dad, who in the world thinks that Air Force is defending anybody? I'm just. I'm just telling you. I got any guess? What do you think China's thinking when they? Read these stories, Miles Bauer. Oh, I, I uh, think think they love it because, you know, re- remember back in the day, a radio personality once famously said, the military is there to kill people and break things. Boy, is that a fa- that's what they're, that is what their function is. Yeah. You hope you never <laughs> use it, but that's their function. Right. And but- so now apparently we have lost that because... Now we've got to be PC and choose our words correctly against, you know, going back to what I had said in the the first uh, uh, period where I said we're losing control of the language. On purpose. I got to add that because I believe it's purposeful. Um, I absolutely do. And by the way, when I use the example of gay old time, I'm not talking about gay folks. I'm saying that they're being used as tools. And I believe that, by the way. They're being used by the far left 
as political tools, as are a whole bunch of different groups. We have to stop thinking it's the majority because I'm telling you in my classrooms it's not. They laugh at this stuff. I like that. What do you think the percent is? Well, let me, let me One start One to two percent. Well, we're down to like seconds now, and so maybe you can educate me next week. But they're changing our entire military language for one or two percent is what you just said. Yep. I, 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 folks, do me a favor. I got to ask you, send me an email, mike at com. Tell us what you think. I will respond. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks very, very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. 